On this week's episode of Off The Bit, we have no guest, which happens every now and again. We have all our racing and rugby league and sport news. We have a couple of brand new segments. Let's go. <laughs> the ideals and opinions put forth on this podcast by Yellow Man and Royals Reese are our views and our views alone. There's no space and time or that continuum for detrimental negativity or the information we provide or any statistical moderation that manifests. We take a lighthearted walk through all the vast yawning chasm, the portal of amazement and the race of sport and the life and the kicking and the punching and the kung fu fighting. And if you don't like it, then feel free to take a hike. That's your man, Yellow Man. I'm your boy, Rolls Reese. This is the Off the Bit podcast, and we prefer our listeners. Shaken, not Stuart. Not Stuart. <laughs> Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two, welcome back to the Off The Bit podcast, it's episode 10, we hit double digits. Yeah. Yeah, so don't forget to add us on iTunes and subscribe, click the subscribe button, you get our episodes every week straight to your phone. Uh, for Android users, uh, we come on Spotify in the next coming weeks, uh, so just keep following us on Facebook as well at, at Off The Bit. Uh, we've got a group and a link there and a page, so you can get us anywhere you want, but uh, don't forget to five-star rate us and leave a review on, on iTunes because it makes a big difference, and uh, that way you get to uh, help us out while we help you out. And uh, we've got a, this is our No Guest Wednesday segment uh, episode, actually. Uh, so what happened was a big thank you to Telstra for fucking everything over um, uh, our call-in days for talent on Mondays, and uh, Telstra shut the whole entire operation down and pushed our recording date back, so we were recording on Wednesday. Everybody's um, at the races. They're doing their thing on Wednesday. Yeah, so, we, yeah uh, no we, guest. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Uh, Wednesday meetings are, are very big at this early stage of where we're at. Uh, I don't like bothering anyone on uh, Metro meeting day. So you're stuck with me and Rolls Reese, which uh, which is fine, mate. We've got a lot to cover. We've got all the Come racing on. news. We we're, were, were all friends before. Uh, before we were. We had guests. We so were. Yeah, that's take, so it, one, take it back to the roots. Yep, we've got. Actually, it, it's kind of helped out because there's all. Whenever there's a. a a lack in anything, something else will pick up. So there's been a lot of racing news. We're going to cover uh, the Preakness, Rolls Reese, Justifier, uh, and there's a little bit of a uh, what were we talking about on last week when we called out uh, Bob Baffert for having that horse lame as hell, and then yeah. he comes out and wins the Preakness <laughs> in an absolute slop. Yeah, hard, hard run. Looked makes us look bad, doesn't it? Bit of a ghoul moment for the off the bit boys, nah, but nah, he was nah. lame. He was three legged lame. That's all right. Yep. But anyway, he uh, we'll, we'll cover that. We've got uh, NRL review. We've got segments. Um, and might as well just keep on with that justified news. So the, probably the worst truck I've ever seen in my life, oh, the way that they raced on that. Mate, muddy as hell. Looked like a swamp monster. He- heavy 37, I think it was. Heavy 37. Yeah. Actually? Was, or are you taking a piss? No, I'm taking a piss. But it, it, it was, mate, the, the, the girls in there that were doing the fashions on the field had gumboots on. Mate, have you seen all the videos getting around? Yeah, sloshing around. Through oh, the, yeah. mate, that one chick that's carrying two drinks through and she just sits <laughs> and eats and, the and fucking And they're just going, uh, just like a Absolute mud luck, hey. Why do they do that? I don't understand that. Uh, the, same, the exactly the same premise we talked about before, before with, with Justify being a bit lame and then Bob Baffett happy to parade him around when he's lame. Australian wouldn't do that. Australians, Australians wouldn't do that. And then we wouldn't run in that sort of conditions. There was no visibility. It was just a slop. It, it didn't look like a good time, man. Like, I reckon you'd have a better time fucking 
trying to drown some blind kittens or something. Yeah, it was, it was just, just horrible. I don't like it. Kind of takes the luster off it for me. Like, um, I'm sure he's gonna go. He might go on and win the. I want to see if he's lame anyway, but he might go on and win the uh, the triple crown. Uh, and the other thing too that yeah. not many people notice is that the Preakness is at Pimlico, and that's in in. Uh, Baltimore. It's like in the middle of fucking nowhere. In Baltimore. Baltimore, which yeah, is right. like the absolute like slums, really. I think the track is like Mate, right the, adjacent to the hood. The only Baltimore. good thing that I, I think came out of that, besides like obviously Justify yep. coming coming over that 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 soreness and and pushing through, Post Malone played. Yeah, at, yeah. A, at a fucking racetrack. Yeah, it's good, eh? Jesus, yeah. come yeah. out, Posty. Well, I it's hap- here. happening more. You know, they did it here after the Everest. Who played here after the Everest? Um, uh, uh, oh, bad radio. Yeah. <laughs> it was someone cool because everyone went. Yeah, oh, it was, brought, uh, brought it was ho- Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo ended up buying a horse off uh, Gay Waterhouse. How'd that go? I don't think it's in a track. Speaking about horses with Gay Waterhouse, how's yours going? Uh, yeah, we're not running her this weekend. She's um, just hasn't hasn't put a work in it in it training. So okay. Um, just just give her give her a bit of bit of oxygen and see where we go from there. You know yeah. how it is. Yeah, horses horses have their own mind, their own personality. And you got to play to that. So one thing I wanted to bring up to you. This is comp- uh, it, it, it's a simile. So uh, trainers and, and that. So my, I'm just on justify and, and Bob Baffert never escapes me when I'm talking about <laughs> anything with racing. And have you noticed how ridiculous the guy looks? Like for one, I reckon he looks like a complete asshole. Yeah, he, he he looks like he's got a head up his ass. He's got the, he's got that the silver like um, straightened <laughs> hair and and the the, the, the glasses. On. Yeah, yeah. And he had that really stupid humble brag where he was like, after Justify won the Kentucky Derby, he's like, like a ridiculous brag, like uh, I've won the Kentucky. I think I've won the Kentucky Derby with every horse of every color, like gray, bay, and then you could see the media even going like, fucking wanker, wanker. What, are you, what yeah. are you on about? Who gives he looks a fuck? like. Um, You've seen Eastbound and Down. I have seen Eastbound and Down. Yeah, yeah. He looks like uh, the the used car salesman, uh, Ashley Schaefer. Yeah, yeah. He does look yeah, like yeah, yeah Schaefer's yeah, auto. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, get him in for a. Uh, I reckon we could get him in for a call. And... We actually did. We did we? We, we, we yeah. so what we did was we called Bob Bafford and we got a little bit of uh, his take on on how it went and here's the auto. Hey Bob, Yellow Man here, mate, from uh, the Off the Bid podcast, mate. You've just won the Preakness. How do you feel your chances are with Justify winning the Triple Crown? I can feel it down in my plums. You're getting a nice bluish hue. Getting ready to take them to the farmer's market. Special two plums for one. <laughs> Bob Baffert, everybody. Um, <laughs> on you, Bobby. On, on to some more pressing news, though. Uh, Jimmy Mack. Spoke about him last week, about his uh, arrival. Yep. Came out, smacked it out of the park, got a winner his first day back, went to Campbell Grange and got him got himself a bit of a suspension. Yeah. Um, look, that happens, I guess. Like, he... Uh... He d- definitely turned back in a rich fame of form. His first, did you see his first winner there where he was absolutely yeah. exhausted, the poor guy? No, but his fitness level is never going to be there, but at least his competitiveness is. Uh, really great riders. You can just tell his style is just is such a, a unique one, and there's a reason why he has so much success. He's very well balanced, and he didn't look like he missed much, but... I'm sure uh, he'll get over that. He's had a lot more. Uh... Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say, like though, though he's got a suspension. For me, it makes me makes me want him on my horse. It shows that he he hasn't lost any of his balls. He's not riding conservatively. He's out there. He's gonna do his thing. He's he's 
like, look, it's not great taking huge risks, but you got you, you got to to get those horses over the line, and it, it makes me happy as an owner to have him on my horse. Freak of a rider, freak at yeah. the game, and uh, yeah. he's going to do big things this year. Uh, at, I reckon at one stage in this podcast, we're going to have to talk about where Godolphin's at too. It won't be today, but uh, it, I want to – I just don't know where We'll just do at. a Godolphin special. For, for, for a... Would you wear blue for that? <laughs> no. That special? No, mate, no. Never, uh, always yellow. Every day. Every, every day, every, yellow. Every every waking moment, pretty much. Something's yellow Un- on him at un- all the time. Unfortunately. It can it, it can get the better of you some days, I can tell you, especially when you go to go to the races and you've only got 19 yellow tyres. You've got to try and <laughs> find out which one's the best shade to go with it, you know? It's not summer all year round. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> what, what what shades do you have? Like a, uh, a mustardy coloured Sunshine, uh, sunflower, Mayan yellow is one of my favourites. Mayan? Yeah, uh, lemon Always uh, a little highlight. I've got like a little bit of a, uh, a sun ray orange, just that little bit of a yellow tinge as it comes through. It's great. Yeah, um, right. yeah deep into the minds of yellow man. Uh, there's another bit of news here, Jordan Childs. Yeah, right. Uh, bit of drink driving there, Geordie. Yeah. Like drink, well, drink riding. Drink riding. So drink, you drink kind of drive them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to drive them. Right? You steer them. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Uh, what did he get? He got a month suspension. Month suspension. Blue, blue over. Well, blue positive. Well, you can only blow. I think it's point oh oh one. So in a car, it's 0.05 or whatever. You'd know more than me. Yeah, yeah. I've never been done. So oh, I've never been done. You don't done, try and send done, me down there. Done, yeah. done, done, I, like done, how you I, was, I was just more I alluding to, to the horse. then, Rolls Reese. Yeah, you'd know. Yeah, you'd know. Yellow man, you'd know what it's like to get done for drink riding. No, I wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it's getting more and more common, I can tell you that. Uh, the policing rules for swabbing and everything is is right up there. So Big night out on the Terps and, yeah. I can only remember one other jockey getting done for that. That was... Uh, uh, Peter Wells, he he went to the races after a, a, a christening, uh, Chris, christening, Chris, christening. Yeah, he got. Uh, Is it christening? Yeah, just yeah, you're christened. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, actually, yeah. No, so he, yeah, he got done. So it's a, it's one of those ones where it's very common and very unlucky, and especially yeah, yeah he's coming off the back of such a good year with. Uh, written by winning the the uh, blue diamond, so uh, hold your head up there, Jolden Charles. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll be right. Yeah, what, what um, racing you? I, I got, I got another you? another funny thing coming out of the UK at uh, I forgot the name of the place. No, it's England. So in England, mm. uh, Haley Moore's her name. She used to be a jockey. Her dad's a trainer. Her whole family's into horses. She's now doing commentating, and this horses. Loose. Yep. It's running down the track. She stands right in front of it, takes a hit, grabs the reins, and holds onto the horse. In, in, and a, dress, in a dress. In, in, in a dress. It, dra- it dragged her for a good like couple of strides yeah, too. Mate. I reckon, I reckon the Blues are going to be signing her up soon. Horsemanship never. If that was me, I would have actually, as it went by, grabbed the reins and swung up on it and then walled it. But you know, we can't. It's be, not the Matrix, can't too, mate. Can't be too critical. But no, it was, I think she done a good job, especially she, getting she dragged. She nailed it, mate. She took a hit. I love it when the girls take that boss move and they just like completely own it. And there's two guys standing there with her, and she's just like, "Nah, I got it, boys." <laughs> love it. Hocks up the skirt, bang. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah, we got some sport news now. Uh, first one off. Uh, what, what do you got? Yeah. What do you got there? You got something for me? Yeah, I was gonna say uh, we could probably talk about uh, this week's meet. As well. Oh well, if you want to do back in the futures, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we this is our so we, that's the segment, but we can do we'll we'll put this segment in here for you guys. Um, actually, uh, why don't you go with yours? Because I'm going to love looking at my NBA. Because well, I was going to go pecans this weekend. Um, I think Joe Pride train. Yeah, Joe Joe Pride. You'd know. You got the inside tip, hey? You're gonna you're gonna Casey Dredd ridden. 
You're going to, oh, there you go. That's an inside scoop. I've got a massive inside scoop right now. Just come to hand. Breaking news. My three week ago, Back to the Future, was the Houston Rockets to win the championship, and they've just beaten the Golden State Warriors. So it's a series tied 2 2, and my bet's still alive. Yeah, there so we go. And you had English. I had English in a questionable sort of way. Let's, let's hope people just follow this podcast and actually back what we're doing. Um, so, yeah, uh, my Back to the Future, I've got a horse by the name of Dark Dreams, three-year-old up-and-coming staying type. Uh, he's in the Grand Prix at Doombin, race three. Very nice up-and-coming horse. Uh, looks set for the derby, uh, and he's definitely my – I'm going to jump off the diving board and say that he'll probably go through and win the derby. Yeah, huge play. Yep. right huh? Also on the three-year-old thing, uh, Ocetra. Yeah, she's going to she, stud. She's going to stud. Five runs, going to stud. Imagine the size of the horses she's going to spit out as soon as uh, she's I'm 15 stud. hands and skinny. Yeah. yeah. V- very funny to follow these well, form lines pr- of pr- pr- Prince, Prince Caviar's running this Friday, Friday Saturday. Saturday. double nomed. Yeah, we'll yeah. see what that happens with acceptances there. Mm. But uh, Yeah, well, that's going to be interesting, especially to see uh, the type that he is. I haven't had a good look at him, have you? Uh, I, I haven't seen him. He's a Sebring, so he's probably looking for a, um, rough, roughly a mile. Yeah, I'd say he'd be a miler. He just wants a bit longer. Uh, he's only a two-year-old too, so he's still he's still got a bit of growing. Yeah, uh, he he just looked. Whenever I've seen him run, he he looks green. Mm. He looks like he needs to just grow up a bit. You know. Yep. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out after the weekend. We'll give everyone an update after that. Um, that's racing done. We're going to go to sport. Quick little sport news here for you. Another one straight off the press is Wayne Bennett is just set to be replaced. By Craig <laughs> Bellamy. They just got the old fella the fuck out of there, didn't they? That's really yeah, nice. Mate. Uh, uh, all you Broncos Nation people that, are, that <laughs> stand by the guy, well, everyone's time is up and he's just been, they Hugh Hefnered him. He's, uh, Hugh Hefnered him? Yeah, he's been there, he's been old, he's been he's, fucking doing the thing. Yeah, now they're just... Now <laughs> he's, he's gone flaccid. He's yeah, out, he's out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he needs some like coaching Viagra. He's out. He, um, they, they said it started to happen. It's been a... a a work down. He's just slowly he's a drifted. cranky prick. Yeah, he is a cranky prick. I yeah. remember he came to my school when I was back in high school and gave us all a pretty fucking stern talking. Yeah? So it, it scared the shit out of me for five minutes and then I was playing to me party later that night. So. It's, it scared you off back in the, uh, following the Broncos? Yeah. Well, I used to follow the Broncos when I was I was a lot younger. Until you seen him, then you're like, fuck that, that guy's a demon? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. And then I realised that the Broncos are in Queensland. It's horses, you know. I loved horses when I was younger. So no, I don't Follow no, the horses, you know. Yeah, it's, it comes, comes right within. Um, yeah, so it, it stems down from him instead of... So when you get Wayne Bennett on, you don't get him for his coaching skills per se. Like, he doesn't have the most um, groundbreaking tactics no, or anything no. like that. It's just yeah. you, you get Wayne Bennett. Yeah. Because yeah. he connects with your team. He's he's just stern. He, he, he get he gets the, you going. The respect, I and think then as the soon thing. as he stepped Wayne started uh delegating a bit more, mm. it's when he lost that connection with his team and they've just gone, Well what's the fucking point if we don't have Wayne Bennett and we need somebody that's gonna be on top of their game. Wayne um He seems to me like he have you ever been to uh, a party and you, with the, with your missus and like he's the cranky. I've grandpa. never had a missus, so I wouldn't know. Have you ever been? Have you ever seen a cranky grandpa that you go there and you're like, fuck, that guy's a dick. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be that's me. Way, that's I'm gonna be it. that cranky dick. I already am. Um, yeah, so that, uh, we're interested to see what happens there. He's he's still contracted to 2019, so I don't know what the fuck's gonna go on there. But Craig Bellamy looks like he wants out of Melbourne. I think uh, they want. Brisbane won him fucked off out of there. So Send him to stud, you reckon? Yep, yep. Uh, another one is, uh, my big one is AFL banning tackles. <laughs> now, 
Not in the sense. Not in the sense. Not in the sense. In the whole era of rugby league shirt, uh, actually having fisticuffs, AFL have always been the shirt shirt grabbers and the pullers down to the ground. But there was a tackle by Nick Natanui a couple of weeks ago that was penalised for just being a good tackle and. Now, basically, everyone that watches the AFL are like, well, you can't even tackle now. Like, it's already a little bit ping-pongy as it is. And Just give them a cuddle. Yeah, just wrap Come them up. Come on. Yeah. You already get a point for missing a goal. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they've just got to look after those boys out there, the little shorty shorts running around. On uh, that note, though, talking yep. about the fisticuffs, Curtis Scott and Dylan Walker. That was, loved it. That was Loved it. That was absolutely sensational. Bit of, bit of a blue. Yep. You know what? We're not condoning, not condoning fighting, but it, it's good to see a bit of mongrel back in the game. You know, the Biff is back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we uh, we, actually, we can probably let uh, if we're going to talk about NRL so deeply, we'll let uh, our man Hubie see what he's got to say give, about it. Yeah, give us his uh, round eleven review. On you go, Hubes. It's round 11 of the NRL. We're in a bid to speed up the pace of play this year. The men in yellow chose to do so by means of stopping the game every seven minutes and sending people off. So, what the actual fuck? Anyway, to Penrith. And there wasn't enough paint in the world for Ivan Cleary to drink as the mergers scored early and couldn't muster a solid effort for 75 minutes as the hapless Tigers rolled over so Penrith could pat their fluffy bellies in a thrashing at the foot of the mountain. Tyrone, Phillips' head screwdriver, drilled his way over in the corner with a sharp twisting motion that put the Panthers' attack together like an Ikea bookshelf. There was no looking back either, and at a time where a spot for the Blues is up for grabs, Nathan put his Chinese on and said, Creary, I'm the one for the job. And Tyrone, Peachy, repeated the, reaped the fruits of his labour and put himself in contention. Penrith 16, Tigers a deuce. It's Friday, and it brought us to the stadium of the Bank of ANZ, where their affordable 4.5% per annum fixed mortgage rate is helping you into your first home. Shameless plug. And the What's the Matter Eels went fumbling, bumbling, stumbling into another L for the column of L's as the Warriors worried the Eels out of any form of attack. David, the mailman for Satua, arrived like clockwork to get the Kiwis on top early and centre-pairing Peter Hicko said, oh, excuse me, as he minded his P's and Q's and crossed for a T that really F'd the E's, don't you know? Nanu Nanu Manu Mayu said Shazbot as he fucked the defence off to score a late one, but at last it was all to no avail as the human house brick Isaac Luke barged over some piss-weak defence to put the nail in the season for the Eels, 24-14. To Suncorp and the Brisbane attack took to the Roosters head-on in a scintillating little Dylan Napa joke to kick us off the Roosters big man sent Corbin Sims' jaw into Castle Main Street. As a contentious course saw him and Sims's consciousness both leave the game for 10 minutes in a turning point for the electric slubber knocker for the ages. James the Jet Julia Roberts made the def- outside defence look like pretty women as, no offence, he made them look like weak girls, no offence, and males look like the more dominant sex, sorry, as he blew by four of the fuckers to score on one of the best tries I've seen in a while. But, not to be outdone with scores level, Jermaine, Jackie, Tito, Marlon and Michael Asako said, Don't stop till you get enough. 
points to win the game as he bamboozled a tired Roosters defense to seal the game winner and break the hearts of the Bondi faithful 28-22 in an absolute ball terror. The sun was shining on the Gold Coast and the Titans were out as the 12,000 Fairweather fans were on hand to confusingly support the last Gold Coast sport franchise surely as they took on a depleted Knights team and by depleted I mean they played two halves with two halves that were no halves and a quarter of a pack and ultimately a fraction of themselves. Quick maths. Philip Sami Radraja was on an island all by himself on the wing as he franked good form with a double and it was left to King Ponga to save the Sir Knights, but it was not to be. Titans 36, 26. To Townsville now and I'm going to love him and pet him and squeeze him and hug him, George. Burgess was in big dumb beast mode as he was Mr. Plough. That was his name. That name again was Mr. Plough as he smashed his way over in the opening minutes and throughout the matches the bunnies took total control with the cowboys under attack and starving under the controlling rule of the rabbits it was only right that antonio winterstein suppressed the vince viz two tries for inschlagen south sydney read them the third right act it was a shootout cowboys got shot 19 points to 20. Take a trip with me to the Selfish State and I'll tell you a tale of the team that gave Melbourne a hiding and at the same time got one themselves in this gritty dirt dog match that summoned up feelings of days of yore as, in a strange change of pace, Curtis Scott ran up to a walker and gave him the old left-right goodnight that invoked such Aussie cult sayings as Talk shit, get hit. Talk trash, get bashed. And my personal favourite, Fuck you, you lizard tongue prick. How about I put your eye socket in the back of your Jack DeBellin? As Reg Regan will be frothing in his schooner and thought bringing back uh, the thought of bringing back the Biff. All of this overshadowed, however, a game of four sin bins and total dominance of a tired storm outfit with Ch Daily Cherry looks like Rose Reef Reese Evans had his kicking boots on with some really Billy Slater Cameron Smith type grubbers. Seagull saw Dylan Walker Sora. Melbourne Storm Sorest. And finally, we find ourselves at Shark Park where Paul Gallen's Wolverine Liquid healed up his ruptured knee and although it was a massive feat, you can only help but think how that man will ever be able to walk at 50. The game started with the Frenchman, Josh Dujon, who said, oh, oui, oui, knock on, monsieur as he had the butter gloves on and assured the British Bulldogs got first blood. Brett the Hitman Heart Attack Morris had two buns in the oven and no that's not a try scoring pun, it's just cause he's fat. And to put the dogs up and put him in total control, but if you're letting a tall useless bludgers like Matt Pryor stroll over effortlessly to score and put your season in jeopardy, then you are in all sorts of Barney rubble. Sharks get their fifth on the trot, 22-16, and guess what boys, it's back to you. Yeah man, thank you Hubes, round 11 for him, is uh, that's 11 rounds deep for the big guy. Yeah, mate, he's going strong. Solid effort. He's going yeah. strong. He's uh, he's very virile for an old man. Show, shows up every week, puts in his uh, best best form. Puts in his two cents, gets himself in a lot of trouble, <laughs> two, but two he cents. doesn't exist, so. You know what? <laughs> Cocaine, hell of a yeah, drug. Yeah, absolutely it is, yeah. Let's get into some segments. Our first segment is a little bit racing uh, in that way of racing, but we didn't want to put it at the top. Uh, it's called Don't Disrespect the Industry. Now, 
the other day, Racing.com had a little segment there where uh, their uh, one of their hosts, Shane Anderson, took a little bit of offence to absolute racing legend Noel Callow. Uh, if anyone doesn't know Noel Callow, he's one of the one of the jockeys that's got the most sense of humour. He's very uh, vivid. He's uh, fun to watch. So, and he always does a bit of entertaining after match uh, interview with with the clerk of the course dude uh, Dean Pettit, who does a great job as well. So, Noel has been Noel. Uh, which everyone expects now. Shane Anderson decided to get on Racing dot com, which which uh, a, a pre uh, prefix to this is uh, Racing dot com posts a lot of stuff online with all of Noel Callow's interviews because it's it's uh, very big on the internet and and they that they do yeah so they garner a lot of publicity that way. Now Shane Anderson in representing Racing dot com has got on there and decided to take offence to uh, Noel Noel's attitude, which is bizarre. Uh, and he goes on a bit of a rant. So we've got the audio. We'll play it for you right now, but we'll just set the tone. So Noel has just ridden a winner at Flemington. And he's just trotted up alongside Dean Pettit, who's about to give him the interview. And, and Noel bees Noel. And then we, we will cut to um, Shane Anderson being absolute pencil neck uh, worm journo and, uh, and taking high offence to it. And uh, we'll play the audio. Yeah, it was a great battle watching uh, t- well, young, young, one young rider and one uh, oh, superstar rider in Noel Callow. Uh, Noel, great memories for you. You would have had a lot of success in these colours. Yeah, I ridden for Mr Thomas Lee a bit. And, uh, but I'll tell you what, you want to get your car serviced? Take it to Ultra Tune. Sean Buckley help you out. 1-800-025-715. Bring Sean Buckley up. Get your car tuned up. He'll do you the world of good. How come you don't do the ads instead of Van Dam? Bye-bye. <laughs> well, there we have. Uh, so that was Noel, and we have uh, we cut straight to uh, Shane Anderson's retort, which was uh, just something different altogether from a wet wipe. No, so, no, no. Don't, don't make it. me come across as an old narc. Well, you would to me. No. Please, please tell Shane. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm all about a bit of fun, a bit of humour, but I think that was utterly disrespectful. He's just won a race at Flemington for a significant owner, for a stable that's given him a lot of support. One, he's been disrespectful to Dean Pettit. Two, he's been disrespectful to the racing industry. And three, he's been disrespectful to the audience. The whole idea of doing a post-race interview is to get summation out of the race so that the punter at home him, and, uh, can, can learn some information out of it. Good on you, Noel. You're, you're good fun, but that was just going too far. And you know, well, I think they'll they'll need to be. And that was the pencil neck Shane Anderson uh, with his little take on. This is what I was saying, Rose Reese, about uh, when you've got an industry that's so hands-on and so uh, horsemanship orientated, and everyone needs to understand that jockeys go through a lot of rigors, a lot of stress, a lot of injuries, uh, and for for racing to be blessed with a with a personality like Noel Callow, we're we're very blessed to to have him there, and and then this guy gets on there on a on a racing dot com site that that champions him so much and and ladles him, and it just he ekes like he looks to me like the guy that's never touched a horse in his life, you know he's yeah, got the yeah, right. fo- he's got the I was going to take it from a, a different point of view, so you, like that's from a jockey's side as well. They yep. they just want to blow a bit of steam and have a bit of fun, but hey, as an average punter, you don't want to hear form. Day in, day out, especially like even if you're a serious punter, you know what you're fucking doing anyway. Yeah. You, you're not worrying about that post race sort of interview anyway. So it was very, it's good to have a bit of a fucking very laugh hand on the hip, wasn't it? It was like that. Oh, I just it's I just thought that didn't like it. No, I, I, I just feel like it was a slow slow news day, and he, and he out, had to no. have something. Look at Haw- Hawksy was having a bit of fun with it. He like, was geez, loving it. Yeah, geez, well, Hawksy's a real guy. Yeah, yeah like, just you know, and I guess it, it ties in with what we're trying to do is. You know, like we're in a serious industry, we're but do, it, it, do, it. it doesn't have to be 
that serious. Let's have yeah. a bit of fun with it and let's 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 get everybody involved, not yeah. just those we're, uptight. We're on Noel's side. Yeah. I'd love to get him on the show. Yeah, that's our pitch now. Come yeah. on, Noel. Mm. We're up your alley, mate. Yep. You can you can come in and, and do your own ads on here. We've got a uh, uh, next segment, which is uh, you want to cover the royal wedding? Yeah, mate. Uh, you were, on, were you there? It's, it's everywhere. I wasn't there. I didn't get me invite. Okay. I, I sent Megan a, a pretty berating message about. Oh, text, um, did you text her? Yeah, I was just like, look, we've known reading. each other for ages, and like, come yeah. on, come on, yep. why not? Now, in in all seriousness, uh, I'm a bit sick of it to be honest, but I felt it needed to be covered. Because it's just everywhere at the moment. Yeah. But I wanted to go through a few headlines. So I want to play a game. All right, we'll play. All right. So I'm going to read you a headline and then you're going to tell me what you think the headline was alluding mm-hmm. to throughout the article. Yeah. So yeah. how Duchess Megan broke royal protocol less than 24 hours after marrying Prince Harry. What do you think that article was about? or what? She, what she broke protocol. Broke protocol. What protocol? Ah, oh, Jesus, it's a royal family, so... Probably wouldn't have been able to have sex, probably. <laughs> Fucking poor Harry. Yeah, wasn't he's, with his sister. He's been hold, holding out. No, 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 no. She uh, she addressed the people at her reception. What? Yeah. Yeah, not allowed to That's do protocol. that, apparently. That's at protocol. A, at a royal wedding reception? At the royal wedding reception, you're not allowed to address the the people there. So what do you do? You get there and just sit down you get and, there sh- and sh- shut the your, fuck up. Your husband. Yeah, your husband. You does. don't. You sit there, woman, and you don't <laughs> say a fucking word. Really, yeah, isn't that backward? Hey, wow. Uh, next one. Why Kate Middleton's royal wedding dress was the nicest gesture for her future sister-in-law? Why was it a nice gesture? Uh, because she probably wasn't flaunting her great assets. <laughs> well, she wore the dress twice, and you know, for oh, females, she backed it. it was a backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. She she she's worn this dress before, and that's just you know super nice to do that because I don't want to go out and get a new dress and upstage yeah. someone. If it was your wedding, man, I, I wouldn't. I'll I would wear the same suit. I wouldn't go and get a new one. She jumped on the grenade for it. <laughs> pretty yeah, much. Good on it. In the same uh, same breath, social media slams Kate Middleton for her royal wedding outfit. Oh, so they're slamming, they're it, slamming it. it now. Oh, so they praise oh, it. Oh, I love slamming. this article. They pick you up and they bring you down. Yep. So what what what's wrong with the outfit? Uh, I'll tell you, she wore fucking white. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, you're not allowed to do that at a wedding. You God can't damn. wear that at a wedding. And uh, my personal favourite, David Brackham. <laughs> David Brackham. <laughs> oh, I'm talking like an oof. David Beckham breaks church etiquette. Jolly good show, David. What did he do to break church etiquette? Probably Besides had his, having his pants too tight for his buttocks. No, no, I was going to say there would have been parties being thrown at him all through the thing. He looked yeah, marvellous. Yeah, he looked good. No, he was chewing chewing gum. So everyone's furious at him. Even um, Diana's ex ex uh, handler or whatever you call him. <laughs> handler. Handler. She's, well, she was a bit of a handful, Fuck apparently, for the royal family, hence why she got um, into a car accident. Yeah, but I, he I, came out and was like, he'll never be knighted. Oh, really? I'm oh, not allowed to chew gum when you're a knight, mate. Okay. Oh, God, yeah. no. So, uh, what yeah, they that's, that's my fun little wrap-up of the the royal wedding, just to show you how stupid some of the, the articles are and how contradicting they are. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Touched on that. Winners and losers. Winners and losers. What's you got your... a winner? I have, actually. Uh, my winner today is... it's. Um, it's World Goth Day. Woo! Go the Goths. Congratulations. Oh, oh, this oh, it'd is... be more like... Ooh. Hey, thanks. thanks. Thanks, man. I used to be a bit of a... I wouldn't say I'm a goth. I listen to all the goth sort of music, I guess. Marilyn Manson, you Marilyn told me Marilyn Manson, love him. Yeah, that's... You're a weirdo. I don't know. But what, how would you... In all seriousness, how, how, would you, how would you say happy goth day to a goth? It'd be like, hey, man, 
happy birthday. Happy, happy, <laughs> happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. And they'd be like, thanks. <laughs> thanks, man. I've, um, how would they celebrate? They don't. Just put on some music. Yeah, put on like some black lipstick and fishnets and That's watch Twilight and uh, listen to Marilyn Manson. But watch The Crow with Brandon Lee. It's always a good goth thing to go to. Oh, I do like cut, The Crow. Cut yourself. Oh, that, that's more emo, man. You're off topic here. Uh, is it? You've you got to learn your subgenres, man. It's so like, what, what it's is like, it? Uh, like, so like, a, goth, a goth hates the world and emo hates themselves. Pretty much. Oh, okay. To my understanding. Yeah. What about when you get weird external piercings? Which one's that? Both. Oh, well, it depends where you get it. What about if you wear the, high, the big high-heeled boots that look like you're walking on bricks? Uh, that's goth, isn't it? I, I, I'm not sure, man. You, Did you ever you, do that you, when you when you were just saying No, that no, no, no. I didn't cross-dress. I should because that would pick me up to about <laughs> six foot. Mate, fuck, I need that too. What do you we're got? We're both, uh, both short in the, in the, you got in some, the stature. You got some losers? Uh, I got a loser. Um, I'm just sick of those fucking DIY life hack videos that come up. Like, fuck me. You know, <laughs> I don't want to see like a video about a kid that doesn't want to use his toys anymore. So you're gluing him to a fucking light pole, then spray spraying the light pole. The kid doesn't like fucking dinosaurs anyway. What the fuck are you doing it for? Get it out. Just what, chuck them out. What, what light pole are they doing it to? Just like, like, a like just they've gone out and gone to Bunnings and brought themselves some soup glue and some. Light. Oh, like a lamp, oh, like a, a lamp. lamp, a lamp, a lamp. Yeah, a lamp, I've a gotcha. Lamp. Yeah, so they're pimping out the pimp my lamp, pimp, pimp my lamp, pimp my um, pimp my coat hook with some pegs and you know what uh, the whatever worst... the fucking else they're doing. Like it's useless shit. Yeah. And it's going to fucking wreck your house because you're putting super glue everywhere. You're spray painting shit. Like, I'm all for arts and crafts. Just Jesus Christ. You know what my worst thing is? My worst and the habit. music that goes with it. Yeah. My worst habit on Facebook is watching where they have, like, the big bits of timber and they start just shaping it into something. And I just watch it for six minutes and go, fuck, I'm doing this. I actually get caught up in that shit. I got caught for for a little bit watching they make bowls just on a lake. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, it's just satisfying to watch them. Yeah. Digging into this bowl, and then by the end of it, it's a fucking six minute clip, and you're just like, oh, it's, it's a, a bowl. fucking bowl. Got me. It's a bowl. Now bowl they up. now they put the ads there, though. And I just go like, your ad, your <laughs> video will keep playing in six seconds. And I'm like, oh, I'm fucking out of here then. Uh, uh, that's, got that's a good else? loser. I like that one. Uh, I've got uh, Telstra just because they fucked us over. <laughs> yeah, Thank you very I'm, much I'll for fucking my Monday man, Telstra. Wagon. There's a lot of people that are doing a lot of business has suffered. I can't be the one that's sitting here chirping about it because it's not very financially beneficial whether we don't do the show on Tuesday or Wednesday, but a lot of people running businesses that needed to be on the phone on Monday, I, I bet, are, are hurting. Um, another, another. do you want to do... I've got a few winners, so... Um, do, do, all right, right. Caitlyn Jenner is a winner yeah, this week. Okay. And not just because, you know, power to her. Mm-hmm. She's got a new girlfriend. No, 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 she's... She's got a new girlfriend. No, it's a boyfriend, isn't it? Isn't no, 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 did? girlfriend. No, no, she was a boy. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't matter. She's got a, a new girlfriend and her name is Sophia Hutchins. Good looking rooster. Check her out. Okay, I will do. Have a look. There you go. Bad radio. She's, um, so lovely blonde little piece. No, how can you she's go She's also from, a transvestite go? as well. So, 22 year old. So you're going from being Instagram a bloke to a girl. Yep. And then dating a girl. That was a bloke. Oh. Wow, yeah, look at that. Look at that double. She's actually pretty good looking. So me and my roommate were sitting down having a look, and I was like, you reckon her's a like, She no, is. No, no, no. And we're like, fuck, she's good looking. I was I was all into it until I until I got down to her feet, and she's got a massive set of fucking flippers on her. <laughs> <laughs> fucking give Ian, me got Ian, a, Ian Thorpe. You got a pair of Ian Thorpes on there. Yeah, yeah. Christ. That's a go-to joke, isn't it, for the feet? Yeah, right. Yeah, well, that's, so you, that's really, my brain got stuck in that, like in bad trip. Like, so it was a guy, went to a girl, <laughs> dated a girl, there was a was guy. A guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fuck. 
Fuck, I'm stuck in it. And he's only 22, so he's 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 sugar 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 mum in it. Rich. Sugar sugar mama in it. He's rich, mate. I almost rich. said sugar daddy in it, but he's, he's sugar mummy in it now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll. I've got. Uh, oh, here. Let's cover this. No, actually, I, I'm done. Do you, you want to check another one? Oh, I still got. I still got a few more. Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. Yeah. So the girl that. that voices Peppa Pig is making about twelve thousand pound a week. Pound. Thousand pound. Yeah. Making twelve thousand pound at the age of sixteen, like fuck, that's, that's a good rig. Yeah. And I think it's a massive win, not just because she's making money. Like obviously Justin Bieber is out there making a lot more money when he's younger. Yeah, but he had all the attention, he had all the spotlight. Yeah, she's just, just like, sneakily doing yeah, it. She's yeah. just doing it under the radar, running around, being a bougie ass bitch, doing like little Tay. Nah, fucking not like little <laughs> Tay. <laughs> not gonna bother little Tay. Not like that. Not like that. She ain't no bad bitch. She ain't no hoe. Look at all this money. <laughs> She ain't, she, ain't running, she ain't running around. I actually seen a photo of her and she's like still running around in like a little petticoat. And yeah, good. Look, look, looking pure. all nice and sweet and, They'll fuck her and pure over. innocent. And I was just about to think, she's going to have a Britney Spears moment. I was about to say Britney Spears, yeah. <laughs> mate, she was saying she was a virgin she was getting towed up by Timberlake. Ooh, Fraudulent. Mate. Fraudulent. Mate, it'd be like chucking a fucking sausage down a hallway. If anyone remembers that, that um, th- there was the, they obviously dated, everyone knows that, but uh, he actually added it on a plane when he was drunk. He was like, yeah, totally tapping Britney. Then, that, was, yeah, he was like, she's not a virgin at all. Is that why she came out and made that song? Yeah. Which one? The Toxic. Slave for You. Yeah. Toxic, where oh, she's yeah, like she's on, on, the the, on, on the plane, being yeah, all yeah. saucy. Yeah, definitely. That yeah. was pretty much it. And he wrote Cry Me a River. And, <laughs> and with that, um, we're going to leave you, we're going to bid you adieu. Oh, and we will have, uh, we're not going to. <laughs> we've got, we got some guests on next week. We're going to have some um, guests next week. Yeah, it's, uh, this is just a one-off, but... Uh, well, I don't, should never say bid you adieu, right? Whoever says that. It's only because you've been talking about the royal wedding, sir. Yeah, it's true. And, and Hubie. <laughs> and, and, well, Hubie is somewhat British. He's like old school Aussie He's British. old school like, plum in his mouth Aussie, yeah. <laughs> fucking, yeah. isn't he a mongrel? All right. All right, guys. Play the music. Catch us. Goodbye, so long, farewell. But it's not the end of the chapter.